0: like us now to turn to our Sunday school section. We continue with the series on spiritual mindedness. And uh, today, I would like to bring before you evidences of spiritual-mindedness. What are those things that you are to look at and know that you are spiritual-minded or that if they be not in you, you exercise them to ensure that you actually walk in a spiritual-minded manner? Now last week we began this series and we saw that there is the world uh, which is out to get the Christian to, to change and to program the way the Christian thinks, uh, not towards Godward affections, but uh, for, for earthly mindedness, uh, to be carnally minded. Then we saw that there is the flesh which, which wages war against the Spirit of God and wants the christian to uh, uh, to to walk according to the flesh the sinful nature that is within us that does not want to submit to god then we saw that there is the devil who is prowling like a lion seeking for someone to devour who does not want the christian to uh, prosper the the bible calls him the adversary of the saints and all uh, all this would not have us yield to the spirit of god but rather to them and be carnal in our dealings here on earth. But then the Bible calls the Christian to be a spiritual man, a spiritual woman, uh, a a Christian who is heavenly minded, who looks up to God, who thinks God's thoughts after him. Now we were able to consider a portion in Romans chapter 8, which I'll be requesting us to go back to, but then we, we, we were able to see that being spiritual-minded distinguishes true believers from unbelievers, uh, true Christians from those who are not Christians. We were also able to see that um, uh, life and peace uh, can only be obtained by this being spiritually-minded, this setting our minds on the Spirit of God. then we are also able to see the spiritual mindedness by principle is known from our deepest dearest and most voluntary thoughts now today i'd like us to consider what the evidence is that we are spiritually minded are what what those things we are to look for which help us know that we are actually spiritually minded christians i submit to you that it is simply three things number one that spiritual thoughts arise naturally from us. Spiritual thoughts arising naturally from us. Number two, having our minds filled with these spiritual thoughts. And then number three, contentment from the enjoyment that we get from spiritual things. We know that we are spiritually-minded Christians when spiritual thoughts arise naturally from us. We briefly considered that last week. We're going to consider that uh, more deeply today. Then we know that we're spiritually minded when we have our minds filled with these spiritual thoughts. And so in that first point, I'd like you to underline the word naturally or voluntary. Then in this second point, I'd like you to underline the word filled, having our minds filled with these spiritual thoughts. And then number three, um, when there is contentment, from the enjoyment that we get from spiritual things so so let's consider that first point there that we know it's an evidence that we are spiritually minded when spiritual thoughts arise naturally from us or voluntarily from us we know that we are spiritually minded when we have these thoughts coming forth from us naturally Uh, without being influenced uh, as it were or voluntarily as we briefly considered last week now go with me to Romans chapter 8 Romans 8 the Christian is the is the one who has been changed they've been they've been made a new creation and having been made a new creation it means that their nature has changed essentially that they, they are now children of God while they were children of wrath previously. It means that they are they are now um, pursuing the things of God in the pursuit of God while previously they were pursuing the world and the flesh and the devil. And, and, and they now have the Spirit of God dwelling in them while previously they they did not have Him. And Romans chapter 8, verse 5, we read. For those who live according to the flesh <clears throat> set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. So you see that these, these who have the Spirit of God live according to the Spirit, and <clears throat> it follows then that they set their minds on the things of the Spirit of God. And then verse 6 tells us that to set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the, the mind on the spirit is life and peace, which is what we considered last last week. but then we, 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 we see there that uh, <clears throat> the Christian, because they are naturally ch- changed, they have been uh, they have been regenerated they, they, they have been made a new creation, then it follows that the Christian ought to be a spiritual man he, he ought to set his mind on the things of the spirit because the spirit of God dwells in him you set your mind on the things of the spirit by fixing your thoughts and your meditations upon those very things that are of the spirit of god those things that are spiritual and because you have the spirit of god dwelling in you look at verse 9 you however are not in the flesh but in the spirit if in fact the spirit of god dwells in you so 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 because the spirit of god dwells in the christian then the spiritual thoughts ought to naturally or voluntarily arise from you as a Christian. It should be your business to be sure that spiritual thoughts arise naturally from you. It shouldn't be that you, 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 you struggle to, to love God or to love His Word or you don't quite understand why you have to read your Bible every day. That's not being spiritually minded. Um, the spiritual individual has the spiritual thoughts naturally, voluntarily flowing from him. Now, what are your inward thoughts? What thoughts flow naturally from you? What, what do you think most about? What, what do you meditate upon most? What do you easily and naturally and voluntarily find yourself thinking about in your life as a Christian I submit to you that if you're to be a spiritually minded Christian spiritual thoughts ought to naturally f- flow from you because the Spirit of God dwells in Christians they ought to be uh, living they ought to be a living fullness of spiritual matters in the minds of believers that spring up in them holy and spiritual thoughts because they have the spirit of god there should be uh, there, there should be a living fullness of spiritual matter in them spiritual matters should be uh, uh, should be voluntarily coming from from their hearts from from them now jesus gives this description in john chapter 4 verse 7 to 14 bible says a woman from samaria came to draw water and you know you know this famous story jesus said to her give me a drink to eternal life now the description of spiritual life given to us by Christ there um, is evidence of spiritual mindedness it says the water that I will give him will become a spring of water welling up to eternal life one who has the spirit of God residing in him or her and, and this spirit with all his graces is a spring of water welling up to eternal life If you have the Spirit of God in you, then it's this Spirit of God that grants you the graces that well up to eternal life, that preserve you to the end. John Owen says here, For so it is with the principle of the new creature, of the new nature, the Spirit and his graces in the hearts of them that do believe it doth of itself and from itself without any external influence on it incline and dispose the whole soul unto spiritual actings that tend unto eternal life because we have drunk of that spiritual well that is of the lord jesus christ we we are told there uh, that this water that jesus gives will become in us a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And this does indicate that because we are new creatures, spiritual thoughts now naturally, voluntarily flow from us. And this is how those who are spiritually minded look like. They, they naturally uh, uh, have spiritual thoughts. They, th- they think about spiritual things. They set their minds on heavenly things. And is it, isn't it it sad that the world that we live in is, is just drawing us to, to be worldly? The 21st century Christian is one who is who is unaware of what it means to be a spiritual man. Now, now you hear people claiming that they are not religious, but they are spiritual. But then when you scrutinize what they mean by spiritual, being spiritual, they don't mean that the Spirit of God dwells in them. They don't mean that spiritual thoughts voluntarily flow from them. They, they simply mean that they, they, they don't have to go to church, they don't have to read the Bible, they don't have to don't have to be religious in quotes but then the, the Christian man being truly spiritual means that the Spirit of God dwells in him and spiritual thoughts naturally and voluntarily flow from him these spiritual thoughts come from the Spirit of God who dwells within the Christian Jesus says in Matthew chapter 12 verse 35 that the good person Out of his good treasure brings forth good. And the evil person, out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. Now the person is made good by the supernatural work of God, right? No one is good, the Bible tells us. But then this good person is made good by the supernatural work of God, the Holy Spirit. The regenerating work of God. You know? And when he's regenerated, then proceeds from him good, which is what Jesus says, the good person out of his good treasure brings forth good, which comes from his good treasure. And this good treasure is in the heart, the heart that has been changed, the heart that has been renewed, the heart of stone being removed and the heart of flesh being implanted in them. Now that good treasure comes from that heart that has been changed, that heart that has the spirit of God now. We know that this good treasure is in the heart because Jesus speaks of the heart in the context. Again, John Owen says here, and this is the great difference between men in this world. Every man hath a treasure in his heart. That is, a prevailing inexhaustible principle of all his actings and operations. But in some, this treasure is good. In others, it is evil. That is, the prevailing principle in the heart which carries along with it its dispositions and inclinations is in some good and in some uh and, and in others it is evil out of his good treasure a good man bringeth forth good things the first opening of it the first bringing forth of it is by these thoughts the thoughts that arise out of the heart are of the same nature with the treasure that is in the heart if the thoughts that naturally arise and spring us, uh, spring up in us are for the most part vain, foolish, sensual, earthly, selfish, such is the treasure that is in our hearts, and such are we, uh, and such are we. But where thoughts that thus naturally proceed from the treasure that is in the heart are spiritual and holy, is an argument that we are spiritually minded. End quote. John Owen would say there. Uh, 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 John Calvin would say that the the the, uh, 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 the words that we speak are evidence of what, has, what is in the heart. And what these men are saying is is proper with the word of God. Is in accord with what God tells us that the mouth exists to reveal the heart that what proceeds forth from us is what is in our hearts and that's what jesus says the good person out of the good treasure and we could well say there good treasure in in his heart brings forth good now the point here being as a christian uh, who has the spirit of god dwelling in him spiritual thoughts ought to flow naturally and voluntarily from us spiritual mindedness is is uh, is known thus what what voluntary thoughts do you have what natural thoughts flow from your heart do you have vain thoughts do you have useless thoughts foolish thoughts you know, in this day and time that we live in sensual thoughts, do you have earthly, worldly thoughts, selfish thoughts? Then you are not spiritually minded. Do you have spiritual thoughts? Holy thoughts? Longings after God? Yieldings after the Spirit of God? To what the Spirit of God says, then you are spiritually minded. But then this is to encourage us to examine ourselves and how we walk and to consider the things that naturally flow from our hearts. And then we will know whether we be spiritually minded or not. And this is where it it begins this is where the evidences of spiritual mindedness begin because it is those natural natural voluntary thoughts that determine what your affections are those things that flow naturally from you voluntarily from you determine what what things you love most what your affections are what it is that you love the most and cannot do without how it is that you conduct yourself from day to day. It is those natural, voluntary thoughts that determine the conduct of your life. It's those voluntary thoughts that determine, those that spring forth from your heart, that determine what your attitude would be when faced with different circumstances, what your your responses would be. This is where spiritual mindedness begins, the evidences of it in that voluntary and natural uh, uh, thought process that comes from the heart. Is there any, any question or comment? Feel free to ask a question or make a comment <clears throat> as we continue. Number two, second evidence that we are spiritually minded or of spiritual mindedness is having our minds filled with these spiritual thoughts. I'd like you to note the word filled there. Um, full of, having our minds full of spiritual thoughts. Now, in Matthew chapter 12, verse 33 to 35, the passage that I've alluded to, we read, either make the tree good, go with me there, Matthew chapter 12, verse 33 to 35, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit Bad for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance, I'd like you to underline the word ab- abundance there, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The good person out of his good treasure brings forth good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. Now, I'm, 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 I'm uh, telling you to underline the word abundance because uh, that word signifies uh, being filled with something in our heart. The, the, the treasure that is in our hearts that proceeds forth in what, how we speak is full so that we, we speak a certain way. Uh, so, 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 the Lord Jesus Christ says, out of the abundance of the heart. It's because our heart is filled with, with a particular thing or in a particular way that we speak in a particular way. So that out of that abundance, the mouth speaks. Out of what we are full of, we bring forth, we give forth. So that he continues and says, the good person, out of the good treasure, that is within them, brings forth good, and the evil person because they are filled with evil, they bring forth evil. And therefore, we know that we are spiritually minded when we have our minds filled with spiritual thoughts, when our when our hearts are full of spiritual thoughts. let's let's move to Ephesians chapter 5 and I'd like you to notice here that the Apostle Paul gives a contrast Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 he gives a contrast between uh, being filled with one thing and being filled with another thing Let's read from verse 15. It says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Verse 18. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Now, we we, we have... The contrast there in verse eighteen do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery but but be what be filled with the spirit and and, and this contrast is given to show that there, there, there is a being filled with wine which which uh, which grants all sorts of wickedness and, and sensuality and foolishness, but then we are to be filled as Christians with the spirit of God we are to we are to have spiritual thoughts abounding in us. We are to be filled with that which proceeds from the Spirit of God, that which would be characterized as spiritual. It's not only that we are to be uh, 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 spiritually minded, that those thoughts voluntarily flow from us. It's also that these thoughts ought to be full in us. Now, In these in this two texts that uh, that we have there in Matthew and in Ephesians, the matter estab- is established that we ought to be filled with spiritual thoughts. It, 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 is, it is not only that we, you know, again, it's not only that we, ha- we are to have spiritual thoughts, but that they ought to abound in us. They ought to be full in our hearts because it's out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. And because we are not to be, to be drunk with wine, and you realize that when someone gets drunk, it means that wine abounds in them. We are not to get drunk with wine, but we are to be filled with the Spirit of God. In Ephesians, we have the contrast given. And it is as though the, the, the Apostle is saying that being filled with wine grants foolish, vain, and wicked thoughts. But then being filled with the Spirit you know, grants that we address one another with, with, with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs and those things that are characteristic of a spiritual man, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the matter is established that we are to be filled with the Spirit of God. We are to be filled with spiritual thoughts for us to be spiritual-minded. But but, but how do we know that spiritual thoughts abound and are many in us? that we are filled with them. I'll I'll, I'll give you three things here. You know that uh, spiritual thoughts are full when you compare between them and uh, thoughts about other things. So so number one, compare between spiritual thoughts that you have and the thoughts about other things that you have. And you will know whether spiritual thoughts abound in you. You know, other things like work, legitimate uh, labor, uh, family, um, leisure, other things which might not necessarily be bad or evil, but then compare between your spiritual thoughts and your other thoughts about those other things. Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 to 34 says, Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? So, so these are things that human beings will think about. Eating. Or what shall we drink? Drinking. Or what shall we wear? The, the clothes that we, we have. For the Gentiles seek after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself sufficient for the day is its own trouble now <clears throat> notice that jesus is jesus is not saying that it's it's bad to think about those things but then he's is he's, he's saying that it is bad to have your mind filled with those things as compared to thinking about the kingdom of god the thing that we ought to f- seek first is the kingdom of god these are the thoughts that ought to fill our minds And then God will give us food. God will give us drink. God will give us clothes to wear. God will know how we will be supplied. So so compare your thoughts about spiritual matters and your thoughts about these other things that may not necessarily be evil. Which ones abound? Which ones are many in your mind? Are you anxious about how you're going to live? Where you're going to get food? How you're going to be supplied? The Lord Jesus Christ says that that's not being spiritually minded. Spiritually minded uh, the spiritually minded Christian is the one who seeks fast the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He is the one whose who's, uh, 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 thoughts abound in spiritual matters. And this is how you ought to be. Then he says sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Do not be anxious about these things. You will not add a single day when you are anxious. You not give yourself anything by anxiety. Your mind ought to be full of spiritual matters. You ought to be seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then God will give you everything that is needed. Now consider that there are other things like, um, uh, you know, useless and unprofitable things that, you know, that, that we think about. It's been famously said that when sometimes you you find men sitting and <clears throat> it's only a man that you would ask, What are you thinking about? They'll say, The ladies know nothing. It's been famously said that it's only men that you will ask, you'll find seated and they, they seem to be in deep thought and then you ask them, what are you thinking about? And they'll say, nothing. And we are guilty there because many times we, 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 we just have vain thoughts, useless thoughts, unprofitable thoughts, or, or even thoughts about nothing. And, and, and the Bible encourages us or commands us even to be spiritually minded. When you're tempted to think about nothing, to think about vain things to meditate upon things that are unprofitable compare whether those times are many or those times are few compare those thoughts with your spiritual thoughts and you will know whether spiritual thoughts abound in you whether you're filled with spiritual thoughts there are times when there we, we have outright evil thoughts And compare compare between evil thoughts and spiritual thoughts that emanate from your heart you will know whether spiritual thoughts abound in you whether you're a spiritually minded Christian in this way of being filled with spiritual thoughts number two the way you know that spiritual thoughts whether spiritual thoughts abound in you is you consider whether you have any moments and seasons where you think about your soul. Now, there are many things that would occupy our minds, and, 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 and that many times. <clears throat> we have times with family, times for games, times for enjoyment, leisure. And we, and we do these things faithfully, and, and there's, there's nothing wrong with, with that. But then think of the time when you go to bed, for example. Or when you wake up, when you rise up. What is occupying your mind then? Think of the time when you decide to take a walk. Because you you might as well decide, I'm going to take a walk. What occupies your mind then? Think of the time when you would be travelling for hours. You know, we live in Meru, and there are things we can't get in Meru. We decide we're going to travel to Nairobi five-hour five journey: What are the things that occupy your minds? No Think of ordinary affairs like washing or cooking. What occupies your mind then? You know, consider these moments and seasons and, 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 and think, do spiritual thoughts abound? What do you think about during those times? and 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 we we are to we 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 are, we we are to critically think about this this these times and ensure that when we have moments and seasons that have been providentially given to us by god that spiritual thoughts abound and you know whether they abound when you compare what you think about during those providential moments and seasons that god has granted you john owen says here quote if we are spiritually minded if thoughts of spiritual things do abound in us they will ordinarily and that with constancy possess these seasons look upon them as those which are their due which belong unto them End quote so that when other when other things easily occupy your mind during these times and moments and seasons that God gives, you know, thoughts of another nature captivate you, then you can be sure that spiritual thoughts do not abound in you. You know that spiritual thoughts abound in you when, during these moments and seasons, they're the ones which occupy your minds and captivate you. Now, even worse, we have saints who don't use these moments and seasons to abound in spiritual thoughts, they use them to sin. Now think of that moment when, as a student, for example, you don't have a class, you have the whole day, or as people who have jobs elsewhere, we have a holiday, for example. Some saints use these times to sin. They don't use these moments and seasons that god providentially gives to abound in spiritual thoughts we do not want to regret for how we have spent different seasons as god has providentially brought our way we want to ensure that we we walk in a spiritual spiritually minded fashion in a way that glorifies god in a way that grants that we abound in spiritual thoughts we want to ensure that we are spiritually minded christians by ensuring that we have our minds filled with spiritual thoughts in the times and seasons that God graciously affords to us. Then number three, we know whether spiritual thoughts are bound. We are filled with spiritual thoughts. They are bound in us when you consider your responses when different circumstances of life face you. Now, has, has any life circumstance taken your thoughts away from God? away from Christ, away from heavenly things, even when you should have been well engaged in the things of God. You know, different things come to us in life. Different circumstances um, fall upon us. Do not be deceived, dear saint. When you can give an excuse for not engaging in spiritual thoughts because of life circumstances, you're not spiritually minded. know if you're well satisfied with the omission of any duty in the name of my circumstance this my circumstance that and then you you omit your duties your spiritual duties and you're okay with that then you're not spiritually minded spartan says here it is not a matter of time so much as a matter of heart if you have the heart to pray you will find the time and, and he's essentially saying that spiritually-minded Christians uh, have flowing from them spiritual thoughts. And that, in abundance, it to be true of all spiritual-mindedness and all spiritual thoughts. Think about these things they're very very necessary things for us as we as we walk to as a celestial city. Are we spiritually minded do we, do we take the circumstances that, that we face or that fall upon us as excuses not to do our spiritual duties. If that's the case, then we are not spiritually minded. Is there any question or comment? <coughs> those that have work, when your work takes your whole day and it seems as though you have no time to read your bible <clears throat> let me give you an example I, um, <clears throat> I was working at uh, Gekomba when I finished campus if you worked there you know that uh, business there is booming early morning the people that work at Gekomba are not like uh, white-collar job people who have to be at work at 8 or 8.30 or 9. If you work there, you have to be there by 6 a.m. Now, I used to wake up in the morning 5 a.m. Prepare myself by 5.30, I'm out of the house. By 6, uh, I'm at work. 6 or 6.30? Then I have to cut the bill and sell the clothes to those who, to the retailers who will go and sell, sell it to the end consumer. And Then I do that job, I do that job, and then in the afternoon I have another job. I close my business at around 12 or 1. I go to some other place, Komarok, I open another job. Um, I do that work up until 7-8pm and I go back home by the time I get home it's 9 or 10 I have every reason to say that I don't have time to read my bible or to pray or to engage in spiritual things and you see doing that work and, and having it is a circumstance that God has brought in my life more often than not as Christians we take those circumstances that God has brought in our lives uh, and we twist them so that we may relax our spiritual duties, which we see here, when, when that's the case for us, then we are not spiritually minded Christians. That's what Spurgeon is saying. It's not a matter of time so much as a matter of heart. Jesus Christ says out of the good treasure that is in the heart proceeds forth good if you have the heart to pray you will pray you'll find the time just like you found time to do all that you've done during your day and that's the case with spiritual mindedness if you're a spiritual minded Christian you will abound in spiritual thoughts. Come what me. Number three and lastly, contentment from the enjoyment that we get from spiritual things. So we, we know that, uh, you know, it's an evidence that we are spiritual, spiritually minded when we are content in the enjoyment that we get from spiritual things. When we have contentment from the enjoyment that we get from spiritual things. I'd like you to underline the word contentment and the word enjoyment. The evidence that we are spiritually minded Christians is the contentment we get from enjoying spiritual things. Most sins that are committed habitually expose a heart that does not, one, enjoy spiritual things. And two, because it lacks enjoyment in spiritual things, it's not content in them. So when you find, when you find in a heart habitual sins, it's because spiritual things are not enjoyed there. And that Christian is not content in the enjoyment of spiritual things. Because they don't have enjoyment, they're not content. The opposite can also be true. That... One is not content with spiritual things, and hence, they find no enjoyment in them. They they don't see as though spiritual things are enough for them. So they have to find satisfaction and enjoyment in other things, other sins. You know that you are spiritually minded when spiritual matters are delightful to you, when you enjoy them and you are content in them when you relish and cherish them, when they are sweet to your taste, they are savory, tasty to you, then you know that you're spiritually minded. And the question there for you would be, do you delight in spiritual things? Do you find spiritual things tasty, savory? The psalmist tells us in Psalm 37 verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now listen, listen to that verse. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. More often than not, we only see the second part of that verse. Right? That you will be given the desires of your heart. And we forget that the desires of our hearts will only be granted when we delight ourselves in the Lord. And when we delight ourselves in the Lord the direct implication is the desires of our hearts would be fashioned after his will. So we are to delight ourselves in the Lord. We are to enjoy spiritual things. We are to find the things of God sweet, savoury, tasty. The spiritual man is the one in whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, He meditates day and night. Psalmist tells us in Psalm chapter 1 verse 2. What gives you enjoyment? When you're able to answer that question, you know whether you're spiritually minded or not. Where do you find fulfillment? And you will have an evidence Whether you're a spiritually minded christian or not what gives you enjoyment what gives you fulfillment is it in doing spiritual things engaging in spiritual thoughts because this is this is the characteristic of the spiritually minded christian spiritually minded christians want to be where christ is and this is enough for them. It should be enough for you to be where Christ is, to do Christ's will, to live near to him. This is what we have in John chapter 6 verse 66 to 69. It says after this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the 12, so so, so the context there is Jesus has given them very heavy words about feeding on his flesh and drinking his blood hey and, and they, they, they realize that this this is a very hard saying and then the bible says that many many of his disciples stand back and no longer walked with him so jesus said to the 12 do you uh, do, do you want to go away as well simon peter answered him lord to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the holy one of god Spiritually minded Christian wants to be where Christ is. The spiritually minded Christian is content in the enjoyment that is obtained from spiritual things. You know that you're spiritually minded when you're content with Christ. When you're able to say, It is well with my soul because I have Christ. When the things you lack, don't determine or govern the way you live. When the circumstances around you don't influence the way you walk and talk, you know you're spiritually minded. When you are content in enjoying spiritual things and not any other, you know you're spiritually minded. Simon Peter answers and says, Lord, to whom shall we go? Where else can we go, Lord? You have the words of eternal life. The spiritually minded Christian understands what that means. They are content being where Christ is. They enjoy spiritual matters, spiritual things. They delight in them. Is there any question or comment? would like to end it there. So let's, let's think about these things. Let's meditate upon, upon these, these things. That evidence of being spiritually minded is those spiritual thoughts arising naturally or voluntarily from us. Uh, spiritually mindedness is, is having our minds filled with these spiritual thoughts. And then spiritual mindedness is finding contentment from the enjoyment that we get from spiritual things let's pray our father and our God we we come to you and we thank you for your son the Lord Jesus Christ through whom we are able to approach you we thank you that uh, through his finished work uh, 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 through his finished work the Holy Spirit has uh, regenerated us and come to dwell in us and we now have the task of being spiritually minded we have the duty to ensure that we walk in a spiritual manner not after the flesh but after the Spirit of God yielding to the promptings of your Holy Spirit we pray that these evidences would be true of us, that spiritual thoughts would naturally flow from us, that um, <clears throat> we would abound in spiritual thoughts, not just simply having them, but that they would, they, they would be full in us, and that we would be content in enjoying spiritual things, pray that you would make us spiritual Christians. For us to be able to walk in this world. we ask that you would help us uh, to uh, be spiritual men and women. Bless us with these things, Lord. Uh, Help us, for we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.